Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Adam Tarno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. All right, Todd, question today is this. Can I believe in Jesus and not be saved? Yeah, wow. Uh, yes, it is possible to believe in Jesus and not be saved. Let's define the terms. This is always, we're running to this all the time. Uh, what do you mean by believe? Okay, so let me just share with you a few things. I think there's a difference between a true false faith and a true faith. So what's a true false faith? Um, a true false faith is somebody who says, uh, it's true that Jesus is Lord. It's true that he hung on a cross. It's true that he was dead. It's true that God raised him from the dead with power. You can believe all those things. You can have knowledge and even assent. But if you don't trust in that, which is what the biblical word believe means, okay? It means to have faith in. So you can have knowledge about Jesus and not be saved. You can say true, right? I am not a Muslim, I'm not a Buddhist, I'm not an atheist, I don't uh, redefine the person of Christ uh, in a way that fits my norms. I believe he is exactly who he says he is. But if you don't believe in him as the means through which God saves you, a sinner, if you don't say as David did in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, right? Then you got a problem. So um, I like to describe it this way, Adam. There's a difference between a demonic faith, okay, which really isn't a demon's faith. A demon is knowledge and a dynamic faith, a faith that produces something, a faith with the power to save. What are those two differences? Um, I, I like to ask people a lot, who would you say has the best theology in the entire New Testament, right? And most people would default to maybe Paul in the book of Romans, Right? That's where people go, yeah, Paul's got an amazing theology. The Romans is a great treatise. But I would say, no, Paul in Romans doesn't have the best theology in the New Testament. The best theology in the New Testament is testified to by demons. Okay? What? Okay. You can have good theology and not have applied theology and not be saved. Why do I say all this? In Matthew chapter 8, verse 29, Jesus is dealing uh, with a gathering demoniac. And the uh, demons there say to him, what business do we have with each other, son of God? That's a messianic term from the book of Ezekiel and Daniel. You know, have you come here to torment us before our time? Or even better, in Mark chapter 1, verse 24, Jesus goes to cast out a demon, which we ought to do a real truth real quick on what that means. But again, he says, what business do we have, do we have with each other, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So the demons... They don't even have faith. They, they, have, they see and they know. They have intimate knowledge. That's why James says in chapter 2, verse 19, you believe God is one? Well, you do well in your belief, but even the demons believe and they shudder in their belief. Okay, It is possible to, to know things about Jesus and therefore believe things are true about Jesus and not be saved. So let's look at what the scripture says one more time. In Romans 10, 9, and 10, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For the heart, man believes, not about, but believes in, okay? Resulting in righteousness and with the mouth, man confesses, resulting again in salvation. There are lots of people singing songs about Jesus. And there are lots of people that are checking boxes on a census about their denominational bent who do not have an abiding faith. These are some of the people that Jesus can say, depart from me, I never knew you, even though you knew about me, in effect. It's a sobering thing. Jesus says you're going to know a tree by its fruits. Okay, We did a real truth real quick worth watching called, How Can I Know If I'm Saved? 
And it's not because you know the answers to questions about certain theological issues. Going back to the demons in Matthew 8 and Mark chapter 1, they have a great Christology, right? They know he's the Holy One of God, he's the Son of God. They have a great theology, they know that God is sovereign over uh, demons, which is a great angeology. They understand the spiritual realm. They have a great harmatology that sin brings judgment, a great theodicy, which is the doctrine of justification. And they've got a great eschatology that one day that evil is going to be vanquished and judged forever. They know all those things. That's some good theology. And demons are not saved. They're rebels against God. Make sure that God's not going to say to you what he says in Amos chapter 5. I reject your festivals and your solemn assemblies. Take away from me the noise of your songs, right? Uh, Matthew 15, 8. These people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. So you can believe things about Jesus, and if you don't believe in Jesus, you are not in Christ, you are in trouble. There you go. Great answer, Todd. Thank you so much. Check out those show notes. There's going to be some really helpful links in there. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll talk to you again next week.